Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of our Baden Athletics Podcast. This is your host, Nick Browning. Uh, thanks for joining us once again. Um, we got a great show for everyone today. We got the boys' soccer captains on for an interview. We got President Verdon and Vice President Keep on again, along with AB and a, a new guest as well. Um, as always, go ahead and follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, our app, and our website as well to make sure that you stay up to date on anything and everything Baden Athletics. So let's go ahead and get started. All right, everybody, we're back here for our weekly recap. Uh, we're looking at September 7th through September 13th, so last week into about midweek here. Uh, I'm here with President Verdon and Tavares Reed-Clark. How are you guys today? Great. 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 Good to have you. Um, so I'm going to take a step back, and you guys are going to take this thing all by yourself. Yeah, starting off from Thursday, September 7th, freshman football at McNick lost 20-6. to Volleyball at Roger Bacon, JVA won 2-0. Varsity lost 3-1. Tennis for CJ. Singles, Caroline Boyle defeated 6-0 and 6-1. Emmy Demel defeated Gongora 6-2 and 6-4. And on Friday, September 8th, uh, varsity football played Roger Bacon, 35-2 win. And on September 9th, cross country played Mason. The boys finished 6-22. of 22. Max Kramer led the Rams with the top 20 finish overall and another personal best. Mueller, Wiseman, Smith, and Josting rounded out our top five. Josie Halverson led the Rams on a female side, followed by Pate Coldest, Lease, and Wrestler. And then JV Football at Roger Bacon with a 47-0 win. Yeah, and following that up, uh, Monday, September 11th, girls soccer at CHCA. Varsity only won 2-1. Volleyball at Harrison lost 3-0. Girls tennis at Marymount singles lost four to one. Uh, Caroline Boyle defeated E Malafa at six zero and six zero win. Boys golf at Alter Invitational during school at Miami Valley CC. Team shot at three sixty one altogether, and uh, junior Connor Myers was a medalist at eighty seven. On Tuesday, September twelfth, girls tennis versus McNick canceled and moved up to September the eighteenth. Boys soccer at Alter JV lost zero to one. And varsity won 2-0. Volleyball at Fenwick. Varsity lost 3-0. Boys golf versus Hamilton at Walden Pond. Win 169-197. Sophomore Nick Mangino medalist with a 40. And GCL Sunday and Monday girls and boys. Yeah, so that brings uh, our records as of today, September 13th. Girls golf is up to 12-3. and three. Girls JV golf is 5-1. and one. Boys soccer had an impressive 8-0-1. Oh, they, what, they brought, they they beat Alter last night, 2 to nothing, uh, going to their place, so that's always a challenge. Girls volleyball uh, in a little bit of a rut, but I, they have a home game tonight. Girls volleyball is 6-4. and four. Girls soccer is 2-3-1, another home game tonight. Both of those are as Carroll. Football is 4-0, and oh, and then girls tennis is 5-4. and four. Um, Girls varsity tennis. Um, so our fall team, fall team's pretty uh, pretty competitive right now. Pretty uh, successful for the most part. Um, what do you guys think? Who any of those records stand out to you for any reason? Definitely the boys eight and zero, as we uh, heard today, and we'll hear later on this podcast. The boys eight and zero is actually uh, the first in school history and a change of pace in the past couple of years. All right, guys, thanks for doing our weekly recap. I will see you next week. Thank you. Thank you.
ladies and gentlemen. Time for our weekly segment of Zach and AB's breakdown of our week four matchup versus, I already forget. Roger Bacon. Roger Bacon. Yeah. All right, go ahead. Take it away. So Rocky starts to kind of open up the game. Couldn't really get anything going. First quarter was ended 7-0 Baden. And then going to the half, 14-0 Baden. Just couldn't really get anything going. But going, like, after halftime, they were hitting on all cylinders. Just able to take over the game, really, and walk out with the win. So what did you see out there? Uh, I saw uh, Cheeks play in the third quarter. That really just separated the game for us. Just kind of took away after that play. I think it was a one-yard catch, and he took – I don't know how yard, how far the touchdown was, but that was a big play. Broke one tackle and took it, I think, over 60, I think it was. Sounds right, yeah. yeah. Something like that. Yeah, I was sitting there right in front of it, and uh, it sounded pretty good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It sounded Just really blew good. Blew someone up right there and <laughs> took it to the house. So, um, how tough is playing, like, a Roger Bacon team? I mean, they're always good every year. Well, um, like, this year, them being 3-0, so there was, like, a little more to it. But, I um, mean, with our success against them, you still got to go out and play. Like, they're one of the best teams you're going to play this year. And, I mean, it was still – we started slow, and we ended up finishing them strong. So, I mean, I think it was a good game for us, especially in that second half. Yeah. So, final score was 35-2. And then, so, going on to the season, we need to have Hamilton start winning, DeSales start winning, Edgewood, we need them to win. So, Hamilton beat Oak Hills this week 26-7 to to advance a 3-1. to So, Hamilton's looking really good. DeSales lost to Toledo Catholic Central 48-7. to and then Ed, Edgewood gets their first one of the season against Talawanda, 51-7. to So, it's looking good for Baden. Mm-hmm. And then beat a new record, 32 consecutive wins. Yeah. Um, I mean, really had no idea about it until you already brought it up. Yeah. And Casanos this year. So, I think that's a cool thing to uh, accomplish while at Baden. I think that's a really cool thing that we got to set it to. But also, it's not just this team. It was all the teams before us that also made that record possible yeah, right makes you think back to all the guys that have been here in the past and even for me I always try to think back to like the original record you know what I mean so like all the way back to 1963 66 some of the names that you, you read uh, that were around that program there um, just kind of interesting yeah so we're ranked number one now in D3 by Martin RPI I think yep yeah yep. so Toledo Catholic Central is second so that's a that's a really on. good team right there and I think I believe they won Division Two last year, and then they dropped down to Division Three. So that will be a really, that's a really good team right there. So you guys got Hughes next week. How does that preparation go into? Um, so Hughes, I know they lost to Roger Bacon, but I mean they're going to be quick. They're going to be really athletic. So we're just ha- we're going to have to contain them. So I think if we if we play our best, we'll be fine this week and going on and just move forward. And they got to do it quarterback right yeah they got a really good quarterback who's really shifty hard to bring down yeah uh so looking at the numbers from last week ritzy went 16 for 21 uh 225 yards yori was a leading rusher 12 for 58 uh receiving wise we got carson cheeks six for 98 and ab went three for 69 um defense shutout technically yep that safety uh what was that in the third quarter fourth quarter third fourth i was after uh eli they said eli's was not a pick right but It was after a um, turnover on down, so we were yeah. backed up and just muffled the sound. Right. Just another great job by the defense, holding yeah. them to only uh, eight rushing yards, I think. 
Um, no, seven. Sorry. It's crazy seven. right there. <laughs> uh, and then only 136 passing yards. And I know 50 or 40 of them came on one play. Yeah. So, um, you know, limiting those big plays, obviously that's – it's been working before ranked, we sign off. Ranked number one at D3, so keep it rolling. Yep, keep it rolling. Good. All right, guys, thanks for coming on. See yeah. you next week. Thank, Thank you. you. Good morning, guys. How are you today? Good. How are you? Good. Uh, so we got Brayden Eldridge, Anthony Jackman, Ty Long, Nick Warner here, our boys' soccer captains. Um, you guys are off to a hot start, huh? Oh, yeah. What are we, 8-0 now? 8-0-1? 8-0-1. after last night's uh, victory over Alter. Alter to 2-0. Um, open up GCL play, 1-0 in the GCL. How's that feel? Good. It was a, it was a great start, for sure. Uh, we usually start a little late on GCL wins, but we got a good one. Yeah, right out of the gate. Um, so this this start, this eight zero and one start, best in school history, right? Mm-hmm. So, what is that? How does that feel? First off, that in Baden's history, you guys have the best start ever. Um, if I'm being honest, it feels awesome, <laughs> uh, especially like senior year, just coming in and knowing that our team is like that good is just awesome, and we have so much more potential that we haven't even shown yet. So, so what have you not shown then? What are we – so what are our weaknesses, if anything, right now? Uh, I would say, honestly, I don't honestly know if we have any. I feel like, overall, we're, we're pretty good. That's fair. I mean, offense has been scoring. Midfield's been holding it down, winning headers. And defense, overall, has been keeping those shutouts. So, we're, everything we're doing right now is good. We just need to continue to do it. Right. Anybody else? Any other thoughts on that? I mean, I feel like coming into the year, we definitely knew that we were going to be a great team. Like, I remember talking to Ty – um, and we were just like, dude, I can't wait for the season. We're going to be such a good team. Um, and then Bredo just finishing, Trevor finishing, uh, even Colt and Drew M's finishing some good goals. Um, and then just holding it down in the back and some good some good saves by Cole. Definitely a great year so far. Yeah. Yeah, so it's easy to look at the record and say, um, yeah, we're 8 one We are really good at these things, like the things you were just saying. But is there anything more to it? So like, what do you attribute – this success too is it the camaraderie you guys have together is it that you've been playing together for you know for you guys now your four years your you know so your senior year um is it you know are you you have really hard practices you know what what do you attribute the success to um i think really just the success comes from us like playing as a team um like a really tight-knit group like we all love each other and we make practices like really fun and really competitive and like, we knew coming into the season that, like, we had what it takes. And, of course, like, the season's not over, but we're really just living up to our potential this year, I think. Yeah, definitely just, like, our um, – definitely our bond. Uh, we've all been playing together for probably four years. Braden was mm-hmm. on varsity his freshman year, but everybody else, we've all been developing together, um, hanging out, whatnot. We've all just been super close throughout the four years, so it definitely has helped family-wise. For sure. Wise. Yeah, Braden, are you what are, where are we at now in the count of goals, you know? Um I'm at twenty goals right now. Twenty goals? Yeah. So what's that put the career mark at? So obviously we know you broke the record what two two weeks ago, pretty much, at fifty six. Yeah. A week and a half, whatever it was. Landmark. Maybe even yeah, two and a half weeks. I'm not sure how many I have right now. 
Okay, that's fair. <laughs> He's humble. He's a humble winner. I like it. Um, no, so for, so for you guys, um, for him to break that record, you guys being on the field with him, uh, what was that experience like? Um, honestly, it was like a really cool like experience, but also like I feel like it was very anticlimactic because we kind of didn't really celebrate it that much. Like we did. <laughs> But we were already beating Landmark, like... Say, because you won't eat nothing. Yeah. yeah. So we were just like, oh, there he goes. There he goes again, scoring <laughs> another goal. But no, it was good. We all celebrated and gave hugs and stuff. So it was overall, yeah. overall good night. So Yeah, that's a, that's a special moment that you'll, you'll remember for a while. Um, so before we move on further with this year, last year we went 9-5-4, um, 2022 season. Uh, how does that team feel different than this season, uh, if anything? So... Nine five and four, obviously the record. You know you're almost past the the wins in that column already. Uh, but how does it feel different than last year? I mean, I feel like we definitely just have come together more. Um, like we had some great leaders last year, great defense uh, with JJ Murph in the back, and then um, great mentor in the middle for me for Jimmy. Um, but we definitely just have we've gotten uh, Bredo back. He's he's gotten a lot. He's improved. We have all improved. Um, Ty in the back is so strong. Um, Nico finishing and giving Brado his assist, of course. Um, uh, but <laughs> definitely, definitely just improved individually. And then um, some other players have come up and took a step up and um, improved as well. Yeah. Uh, Sorry. We just yep. have so many, like, returning varsity members that it, should, it, was, it was so easy for us to get, like, right back into the swing of things. So, Right. Hopping right back in first game, first scrimmage, not dropping off a whole lot. That's uh yeah, that's really important when it comes, especially in the fall seasons. I feel like in the winter and the spring you get some more time to work on stuff. Fall you're going, you know, school starts. Hey, we're playing. Um, so having that success last year, you know, I for, what was the playoffs? How did that look like last year? How far did we get? First uh, round, second round, second. I think, I think second. Yeah, we lost. It was, it was third. We, we got a buy. Oh yeah, third. We lost to CJ. Okay. Lost yeah. to CJ. Um, yeah. So, you know. Like I said, I think I said it last in last week's podcast. Nobody ever plans on losing, but how do you deal with that failure? How do you how do you deal with um, losing? How do you deal with that type of stuff? So, you guys haven't had to deal with it at all yet, at all. Not yet. So yeah. maybe it'll be you know. Hopefully, we never have to deal with it. But um, how do you deal with that type of stuff? Thinking back to last year, we usually like like the next practice. Like we we see what we did wrong. We like talk about it. We discuss about it. But we just move on. Okay. Like, we don't really dwell on it. We just move on to the next game. I mean, short memory. Yeah. So, I like that. What do you I'm, guys think? So, how about you personally? How do you, how do you deal with loss? How do you deal with failure? Uh, maybe it's even not on the soccer field. I mean, for me, um, I mean, we, we, we went, we, we were winning. Uh, they got a late uh, free kick. It was, uh, it was really, really bad. Then lost in uh, PKs. So I kind of I just replay that in my mind. Um, even throughout the offseason, just like working out and working on soccer and stuff, just replay that in my mind and just like always always getting hungry and hungry for that next win. Um, definitely looking for, the, looking for the great wins upcoming in the season. Yeah, kind of like uh, I don't want to feel this way again. Yeah, let's exactly. Keep, exactly. Let's keep reminding yourself about that. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I definitely get that. Um. So you guys voted captains. Tell me what the what that process is like. Is it a vote? Is it coach named you? Is it what? Um, oh, no, go ahead. You got it. You got it. It wasn't really a vote. 
like Coach Hickey just kind of named us. I remember uh, this summer, like early this summer, he just texted me one day and was like, <laughs> hey, would you want to be a captain? I was, I like responded yes, and he was like, sweet. And then I was just a captain. So Easy enough. So, I mean, is that is that something that's important to you guys or no? I do know that like the, the prior years, people like the uh, JJ and uh, Nate, they like kind of, motivate the coach as to who to choose or persuade the coach okay. to say. Yeah. Um but I think it's a I think it's a big role to be honest, especially on a team that we have veterans wise. It's, it's definitely a great role. Yeah, I mean the the winning you guys are showing, the winning you're doing doesn't come from nowhere. I would say senior leadership is uh you know definitely a big thing. Uh what you guys have how many? Seven seniors? Uh, Does that sound right? Say, yeah. Something like that. Okay. Yeah. Um yeah. So Tell me, tell me what you guys, uh, what your positions are and what your duties are. So, like, I'm not in any means do I know what I'm watching when it comes to soccer. Strategy-wise, like, I understand putting the ball in the net, and that's it. So, explain to me, explain to the people at home, what are your positions and what are your main duties? Um, okay, so my position, I'm the center back, which is, like, the last line of defense, and it's me and another uh, one of my teammates, Antonio Limos. And pretty much my job is just to talk a lot and to make sure I'm, like, encouraging but also telling people where to go, especially in the midfield, but also just being able to hold down the defense because I'm, like, the glue that kind of holds us together, my whole back line, and pretty much just letting no goals, so. Got it. Uh, I'm the striker winger. Um, my job is to use, like, a lot of speed and try to just pretty much run past and score a goal right now. Um, You're pretty good at that. Yeah, or, or pretty much press the team. What is that? So what is press the team? Like your uh, team or their team? No, their team. So I, I just like – I'm just Keep like the, the pressure first, on. I'm the first pressure or the second pressure, depending if I'm like the striker or the winger. Gotcha. Um, I'm also a winger, and my job is to pass Braden the ball. <laughs> and then <laughs> whenever he has the ball, I have to run up and like be in the back post for him. So – that's so he can pass you the ball. Yeah, that's that's my only job. <laughs> uh, so I'm I'm a midfielder, um, uh, eight we would call it, um, where I just win everything in the midfield, whether that's like on punts. I try to make sure the ball doesn't get past our like fifty. I'd say, um, just make sure I win the ball, and then I'll also like corners, I win the ball um, or tie on defense wise. But uh, definitely my role is definitely just I'd say be aggressive in the air, jump up, get the ball. Um, step up if I need to, or just, like, play a man that's, like, um, definitely a strong point for the team, kind of just making locking down the middle, making sure they don't even get back to the back line. Right. Okay. Cool. Um, what team goals do you guys have in place, whether it's Coach Heike puts them in place, you guys put them in place, uh, maybe you come up with it, you know, just the captains or as a team, uh, but what, what are some things that you guys have discussed on what you want to accomplish this year? Uh, I mean, I definitely say the state. I mean, we're going to state. That's always sure. that's always an accomplishment um, and, a, and a goal. What about like GCL? Was that a goal? Try to win the GCL this year? Of course, always, and especially when we play CJ. That's yeah. that's one of our biggest goals right now. Oh, it's yeah. just to absolutely take it to him and destroy him. And Carol, and Carol yeah, we've For never the first time them. ever. Carol, Carol's usually pretty good. Yeah, right. Yeah, um, yeah. So, talking about Coach Hickey, what does he ask for? In a player, so obviously, you know, when you become a coach, if you if you want to get into coaching, you have a relationship with every kid, and every relationship's different. 
But what does he ask for in you guys as a team or you guys as a captain? Um, he just asks for effort. That's, like, the bare minimum. Like, he wants you to be, like, the best version of yourself, but he really just wants to see you, like, running out there and giving it your all, like, every every play. Right. Yeah, I definitely say, I mean, like, not everybody is as, like, skilled as Bredo is or something, but he definitely just wants to see you try, and he wants to see you um, putting that work in, whether you're tired or whether you're hurting. He just wants you to see you get up, keep going, keep moving as much as you can, um, and just, like, just be there for your team, for sure. Mm-hmm. He's very vocal. Yeah. Oh, very, oh does yeah. it take very, some time very. to figure that out or no? <laughs> um, it definitely does. But, you know, like, in, in his heart, you know, he means, like, he means well. And he, he always tells us not to take it personal. And, like, at the end of the day, he always says he loves us, so. He's so competitive. He's just, and then at the right. end of the day, like Ty said, he always he always regrets what he, if he says something terrible or anything, which he usually <laughs> doesn't. But, like, he, he always apologizes. He always says, I love you guys at the end of practices. Um, and I feel like definitely winning has definitely, like, uplifted him a little bit. Um, yeah. But he's just so compassionate and so um, competitive. It's just it's, – it's a great it's a great thing to have in a coach for sure. Yeah, and also he's just very superstitious. So oh, he, yeah. was, oh, oh, yeah. he was running. He was, uh, we usually do a concession run, which is, like, what, like point, point eight miles or say, yeah. Point yeah. seven, And that's just, like, a warm-up jog. We just jog there and back. And one time he was late to practice, so I called him out on it because he made us run uh, when I was late. And ever since then, we've been winning games, and he's been running <laughs> the concession every day since. Yeah, he's got his, like, lucky socks. Yeah, lucky yeah, he wears, socks, like, lucky, lucky hat. Lucky socks, lucky slides. Yeah. <laughs> like, same shirt. Like, it's insane. Hey, but it's working. It's working. If it works, it works, man. Yeah, exactly. Um, so let's just build off of that then. So what, what superstitions or, or rituals or whatever do you guys have uh, individually? So um, I keep telling people, like, maybe it's the – you listen to the same playlist every time, or maybe you um, eat the same thing every morning, or, you know, do you have the same routine every morning? Is there anything that you guys do um, habitually every game day? Um, well, for my, like, personal thing, I, I have, like, a lucky pair of socks. I feel like I <laughs> – it's like – I don't know. Some of the socks are, like, looser, but I just have a, a pair that feels like it fits better. I feel like I play a lot better in them. I can respect that. Um, about you guys? For me, I uh, like whenever it's game day in general. The night before, I'm usually watching like like TikTok motivational videos. Like I'm getting I'm getting <laughs> in the mindset. I'm up till like 11:30 listening to these things. And Get it I going have, early. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. And then I have uh, I have like in chalk because my my uh, closet door is like a chalk wall. Okay. So I wrote out our schedule, and every night I write out like a quote, and I just read all those quotes before I go to bed, and that kind of just puts me in that mindset. And then the next day, I just bring, like, a water bottle, stay hydrated, and I just, like, watch film and just stay locked in the whole day, so. What about you guys? Any? Uh, um, I mean, I don't really have, like, any, like, superstitions. But before every game, like, the day before, I always, like, talk to my dad. Cause, like, he's a real big soccer guy. So we always just, like, discuss, like, kind of, like, the game beforehand and, like, mm-hmm. what kind of, like, he expects of me and stuff like that. And then um, for me, I I have a, like a bad cramping problem. I I don't know. I gotta, um, but I always get three Gator lights. Um, it doesn't really matter what color, what flavor, whatever. I always get three Gator lights. One before the game, one during the game, and then like one at halftime. Um, and I feel like that definitely helps. Um, I also listen to like just normal music on the bus ride. But then when we get like get to the actual stadium, I like turn on like um, some like hardcore like. TikTok sounds, I'm be honest. Like, <laughs> like uh, there's just some that are just like, we will not quit until we've won. And it's just like back and forth, just listening to it over and over and over again definitely gives me some mindset. Yeah. 
there will 100 percent be people on this who listen to this be like, what is TikTok? <laughs> <laughs> is TikTok? Yeah, oh yeah yeah um, it's like a, that's great um so what uh so going back to you guys being leaders you guys being captains what uh if anything you know winning helps everything but are there any obstacles that have come up of you guys you know becoming that role model becoming that leader for the younger guys um anything come up that has been problematic um challenging for me i feel like one thing that like i'm real bad at is like communication like i forgot to respond to your email about this yeah and I, I remember that yeah <laughs> so it's like stuff like that so like sometimes like just like sending out stuff or like talking to coach about stuff i always like I've, i always like forget to respond and like that's one obstacle i think um i mean I usually leave the captain duties to tie. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, <laughs> I, I would say I'm probably the best at talking to the coach because I've been doing it for four years. But Ty's the most vocal on the team. I usually let him him handle it. So what are captain duties? Uh, just to like, just to like uh, get like a little team talk before games, and to like pretty much just like send out uh, what we're wearing for practice, like huddle information, everything that uh, Hickey sends us, we send it through. All that kind of stuff. It's and also to be like, like a leader. It's also like stretching. Oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Like warm up stuff, and yeah. then starting lineup, and the stuff that if someone didn't say anything, it might not happen. Exactly. Yeah. yeah exactly. Gotcha. Um, challenges for you too. Oh yeah. Um. Um. Honestly, I don't really feel like I have like it's been challenging for me because I feel like I'm just like Braden was saying, I'm just always very vocal, and I like to take that leadership role, and whether it's like class or whether it's soccer so it kind of just was kind of easy for me and I had already previously been captain of my club team so I already had experience like leading warm-ups and just doing all that kind of stuff so it was kind of easy just for me to become captain and then fit in there and do the same stuff I already do right um I feel like definitely just well in the beginning of the season uh we weren't there a lot that was kind of like a struggle for sure uh service stuff and um uh, just other like school stuff going on uh so that was kind of a struggle and then getting back into the fact that we were all all the seniors were there and everybody was there we had to like um just make a make a name i guess we could say just like get respect of, of course from the team uh that was kind of a struggle i'll be honest and then like just getting chemistry back and everything like that but then it and then it worked out eventually so it was it was good so yeah it's obviously whatever you did is working so yeah. Keep, keep keep on doing what you're doing. Um, so you guys have seen the best of both worlds where you don't really have a home field, and now you, you kind of have a home field. Um, so what's it like playing at Spooky Nook? I mean, it? I, it, it's, it's amazing. It's, it's, uh, it's a great field, great turf, um, and a little, like, a uh, little, I don't really know how you say it, just like a little nook, honestly, just <laughs> in the little, in the little uh, divot in the, with the walls next to you and whatnot. Um, Definitely a great vibe. And we got the student section in the corner. Um, just the wide field. We always love the we we love the wide field because we always are great great. We always conditioned and um, can always run run a lot harder than the other team. I feel like. Yeah, I would say it's just nice in general to have uh, just like a home turf and something that we can get used to and just be comfortable with. So. Yeah, it's um, it's nice, especially this year. I feel like last year we kind of struggled because like. With the big field, like, last year we got, like, ran on it a lot. But, like, this year, like, we can run teams on it, which is, like, a big advantage. This yeah. Year, so. yeah. When do we have home games, of course. Yeah, whenever we get them. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, so then just building off of that, how how important is it that we get this stadium figured out? So obviously you guys won't, you know, you won't benefit from it directly unless it's um, you come back and coach or, you know, your kids, you know, fast forward and way to the future here. Um, you won't benefit from it directly. But how important is it for our future classes to get that thing done, the stadium up there? Oh, I feel like it's it's really important because, honestly, it's just so convenient. And we don't even get to practice at Spooky Nook as of now because it's so like, we have to pay. But just to have, like, our own field that we can just go to and then not even, like, when we have practice, just, like, in the off season, just go there if it's open. Like, I feel like that's just such, like, a necessity, especially to uh, a team that's trying to, like, go and do big things. So, Yeah, definitely, uh, definitely what Ty said with, like, the whole off season not having a – Field, I would go to like Ross or uh, Hamilton, and like at, at dark we would have to like leave, or, or like uh, people would like kick us off because they're like, "Hey, we got to play, we got we got practice, something like that." So definitely having our own turf that I can just like that we could, that the younger classmen or whoever gets to play on it can just like go to and practice and like not have to worry about like, "Hey, you're not you're not part of our school, you got to get off or whatever." Mm -hmm. So that's definitely definitely a great great uh, benefit, no doubt. Um. Like, I get Spooky looks like our home right now, but, like, it'd be kind of cool to, like, have, like, a legit home. Like, you know, like, Baden's, like, on the turf, like, or, like, a logo or something. Like, that'd be pretty cool. And, like, a place where, like, you can, like, defend the home, actual, like, home turf. Yeah. So. Uh, I think it'd be awesome to just not practice at Joyce. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Probably, like, two or three rolled ankles of practice just oh, from, like, divots in the ground. Uh, we can't really cover up all of the cones because there's just too many. <laughs> yeah, it's horrible. Uh, I've already got the slogan figured out. Uh, defend the hill. Yes, yes, okay. yes, yes. Defend the hill. I love it. And see, like, and we can have all our sports playing there, like that huge turf field, and that just be like such a great experience. Like, hey, Baden's got a game tonight. Oh, which 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 team? Oh, don't worry about it. Just come to the come to the stadium. You'll Show find out. Yeah, exactly. Right. Put like Baden at the hill. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Love it. Um. All right, so moving on to uh, you guys. So, Ty, you talked about some motivation stuff, you know, your TikTok stuff. Um, but what motivates you guys individually? So, um, or do you, you know, do you have a role model that you looked up to that is now motivating you or motivated you in the past, um, specifically just you individually, not as a team? Um, I mean, I've always kind of looked up to Anthony, if I'm being honest. I mean... I mean like, just the way he, like, talks to people and his work ethic is, like, honestly, it's really inspirational. And it's just really wanted to be like him. And then also my dad. My dad is, like, really hardworking. And sure, he does. He doesn't know, like, anything about soccer. <laughs> or he, he thinks he does. <laughs> but, I mean, just, like, he also just works so hard. And just to see him do that, it's just, it's, like, really cool. And it's, I just want, I want to be that for, like, my kids and then just for my team. So, um, for me, I'd also, I'd also say my dad, uh, like he played soccer in college and so like he, he like knows the game real well and like we watch soccer like every weekend, but he really like, he really pushes me. I mean, he knows what he's talking about and he'll always like give me like pointers and stuff of like things I did like, he'll tell me like things I did well in the game, things I didn't do so well. And like just having that like person that I can like discuss the game with on like a day-to-day -day basis is like really been good for me so um I wouldn't say I have too much of a role model I mean nobody in my family plays soccer so I mean my freshman year um I wanted to be like Sean Eberle because he was scoring most of the goals 
but I mean, right now, what motivates me is I just want to win during the season because they're senior season. Yeah. Um, definitely a big, big uh, mentor or um, somebody I looked up to was Matthew Siegler. Uh, graduated two years ago. Um, and he, he, his work ethic was amazing. He, he, always, he always said this one thing. He was like, um, you got to want it. Um, and anytime I get tired, anytime I feel like I'm about to cramp or I'm about to uh, just give up, I always just remember that, that him saying, you got to want it, you got to want it. Um, and just definitely pushes me through whatever I got going on, on or off the field, for sure. I've seen him come to a couple games this year. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Last year, yeah, he came to a couple. That's what I thought. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's so important to have role models, so important to have motivation, um, you know, internal and external motivation. Um, but we'll, we'll switch gears here a little bit. Um, so when it comes to you guys, uh, you're obviously student-athletes, right? Um, there are some challenges with that. How, how hard was that to learn as a freshman and now us being seniors, you know, the courses are, you know, you still have the same amount of courses, roughly. I know you guys have late arrival, obviously, that's why you're here. But um, how hard is that for, you know, maybe your first two years to figure out, hey, this student-athlete life, it's a little bit harder than maybe I anticipated. For me, I, like, I didn't realize it'd be so much, so many, like, late nights. Like, it's like, you know, like, we have an away game and, like, you have a lot of homework. Yeah, so know? walk me through last night. What time did you guys get home from Alter? Uh, like, 10. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. pretty late. Okay, so drive. 10, you get back, you get back to school, and then you got to drive home, however far that is, and then, you know, homework, right? right? Yeah, study. We got to shower first. And oh, yeah. You got to shower first. But It's good hygiene. Yeah, it's a, it's a lot of late nights and a lot of bringing, like, your schoolwork with you on the bus and mm-hmm. then, like, working on it during, like, the JV game. We get that, like, hour period. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's, you can't procrastinate. Yeah, and uh, I would just say it's also, it's like, there are some benefits to it because, like, majority of the people around you are also taking similar classes, Mm -hmm. so you can just, like, talk to people about it and kind of, like, work together on it if you need to, so. Yeah, I'd say um, definitely a lot of late nights, uh, you you got it, so, like, last night I got home at, like, 10, uh, ate dinner, uh, took a shower, and then I had to like study for some tests. So I was I was up pretty late, but then we got late arrivals. So it's it's like a nice little, hey, don't worry, you got you got to you got to wake up at like eight or something like that. Yeah. You're at like yeah. eight eight fifteen or something like that. So it, it it was like it was it's a nice it's a nice benefit for sure. Except for when someone makes you come in early to do a podcast. Ah, oh no, yeah, seriously, it was, <laughs> it, was <laughs> it was rough this morning. It was. I bet. I forgot about how how uh, early I had to wake up. Yeah, got to change the alarm clock a little bit. Yeah. Um, let's rewind a little bit, unless it is you know this year. Uh, what is your favorite Baden soccer moment you guys have ever experienced? So, thinking back to freshman year, or you can think back to a couple weeks ago. What's your favorite moment that you've had thus far? Oh, um, my favorite moment was probably in preseason, uh, my sophomore year. We had we played in like the alter an alter tournament. Um, it was like five games or six games within like two two days. I mean, they were shorter games, but it was it was so fun. And we upset alter supposed to be preseason number one, um, in like the final fifteen seconds, and then we beat Tippecanoe, another really good team in the finals, in like a like a old-fashioned PK shootout where, like, you dribble up and shoot, so it's not a real PK. Mm-hmm. But that was just a lot of fun. So was that the moment, or was it before then when you guys were like, we're going to be good? 
That Did was, that kind of set the tone? Uh, that was like two years ago. Oh, it was two years ago? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I thought you were saying this year. I didn't think we thought we were going to be very good because we graduated like 10 seniors. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. We, we came back. Um, I feel like we kind of relived that year because we didn't really expect that. Oh, yeah. We, we got – that was the Matthew Siegler, Will Friesen. Gotcha. Yeah, that was them. Okay. Yeah, that was, that was a good year. We all – just like the Matthew Siegler in the back line definitely like just pushed everybody. Uh, JJ or not JJ uh, Jackson Neeson in the middle definitely helped Jimmy McSwain and me and um, just like push ourselves for for that year at least um, but I would say the biggest like moment the, like the best moment for me was the the, the Ross tie last year um, I was there for that yeah that was that was a great game they they were up early um, we Four, kinda, right we kind of fell yes. asleep uh, I think it was I think it was Zero to one, like first ten minutes. Then we came back, or no? Then they scored another one, two to zero, um, and then we came back, tied it. They scored, and then we we scored again. So it was it was a great experience. We we were so happy. We honestly we came into that game like we we didn't think we were going to win. We we came in, we weren't we weren't trying for a loss or anything, but the, the tie definitely definitely helped us for sure. Good result. It was the last time we were playing them. Yeah, right. So yeah. you had a little bit more on your shoulder to exactly to bear there. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't really have, like, a specific game. I would say probably this year. Like, this start to the year has been really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we've never won like this before. Like, kind of not used to winning like this. Uh, it's kind of surprising. Like, it's surprising, like, me. And, like, it's kind of funny. Like, all my other buddies, like, like the football dudes and stuff like that, it's like they always come up to me and they're like, you guys really that good? <laughs> like, they're never used to us, like, winning and stuff. Yeah, and, like, funny. But I'd say this year it's been it's been a lot of fun. It's not even over. So yeah. right, it's got a lot more uh, in league games. We're gonna, yeah, we're gonna be we're gonna oh, be yeah. good. It's, it's gonna, gonna be, be it's gonna be fun. Um, I hate to be repetitive, but honestly, my favorite like moment was definitely the Ross game last year. Yeah, it was just because you know they scored on us in the first literally ten seconds of the game. Mm-hmm. Sully Spencer just runs right through our defense, and we're like, oh shoot, like it's getting real. But then we managed to score and come back, and I just remember. I remember taking three of the – I took a corner and two free kicks, and we scored off of them. And I just remember uh, that after that week, I got the, the meet the star Monday. Yeah. And I was like, wow, <laughs> that's awesome. But, yeah, that, that Ross game was just crazy. With the amount of fans we had there and just the energy and just the game in general, just, like, coming back and from being down and tying the game, that like, that's crazy. It was just awesome. Yeah, it was uh, definitely great energy there. I just – that's the one thing I remember for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I do remember our coach was like, "Hey, whenever we got, whenever we have our crowd here, whenever we got that big uh, ra- uh, ram herd, definitely, definitely make sure they're on the keeper for sure." Uh, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I'm oh, sure yeah. they were. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's that was great. Son. That's that home field advantage. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, for real. It's only gonna get better. Um, so you guys, uh, like we said, seven seniors, class of 2024. Uh, what is your legacy in one word? So, this group of soccer players. The four of you plus the other three seniors. What's your legacy? So you're talking about uh, Siegler. You know, if if we fast forward, how are these guys? Maybe these freshmen or sophomores. How are they going to talk about you guys? What's your legacy? Um, I would just say like love, because we just have like a lot of just like sincere friendship and love between us. And I feel like we we spread it, and obviously we like tease each other and get on each other. But at the end of the day. I know that every freshman and every every teammate, every JV team, uh, every like they all know that we just like all love each other. You know, at the end of the day, so that's what I would say that's our like biggest thing that we're leaving. So, 
Yeah, and that's important in a team. Important in anything you do. Yeah. yeah. Got to love it. I would go off of what Ty said. I would say, like, unity. Like, I feel like this year is, like, probably, like, the tightest team we've had. Yeah. Like, we're all really close with each other, and I feel like that's really, like, what's been helping us, like, succeed yeah. this year is just, like, always have each other's back, always there for each other. Like, stuff goes wrong. It's like a – it's not just one person. It's, like, it's all of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I would say, as in one word, would be like like hardworking, honestly, or motiv- uh, motivated. Uh, I, I can't tell you how many times like Max or Trevor or Noah have come up to me like, "Man, I, I wish, I wish I was hardworking as you or like somebody like just like this this whole group together, Ty and Nico and Breda. We've all just like been through hardships. We've all lost. We've all um, been hurt, but we've always gotten up, helped each other up, um, and just just kept going, keep moving forward, just keep pushing." I'm gonna have to agree with Nico and say unity. Um, I remember my like freshman year; it's always like we have a player antagonizing someone else. That happened our sophomore year and junior year, and this is the year we have, like a complete team where everybody's like happy with each other. Nobody's like kicking each other at practice, mm-hmm. trying to win games. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's on the same page. Yeah. Um, all right. So why right now? Um, once again, for for the future, why would you guys send somebody to Bain right now? So. Uh, if you're a 7th or 8th grader listening to this podcast, why would you tell them to come to Baden? Why would you tell them to play soccer? Um, I would just say, like, the community aspect that Baden has is so tight-knit, and, like, everybody knows everybody. So it's easy to make new friends, and uh, especially me coming from, uh, I came from Plains, which is West. It was so easy for me to just, uh, like, find friends through soccer. I remember, uh, like, maybe a week of practice, I get a text on GroupMe from Nico. Hey, Ty, what's your snap? Or <laughs> I it, that, was, yeah. it, was, it was, you got snap. And I was like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, then, I mean, me and Nico have been friends ever since. So it's just kind of you form easy relationships because you're kind of forced to, but also it's like you can also, like, you're not forced to, you know. Right. So. Um, I mean, yeah, Ty was right. I like the school community. I mean, it's great. Like, we're real tight-knit and so. It's a fun time here, but, like, for soccer, I would say kind of Bane because I personally think the practice is, like, really fun. Mm-hmm. For sure. Like, Hickey, Hickey's, like, he's not, like, your traditional coach. Mm-hmm. He's kind of goofy. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, the practices are, like, they're really fun. Like, they're so just, like, go with the flow. Like, anything happens. Like, we have so many different, like, quirky, like, things that we do to, like, get out of runs and stuff like that. Right. Like, kind of, like, cheat the system in practice. <laughs> we have, like, a whole little thing. But I would say, like, the practices are really fun. So I, that's why I would come. Um, I would say come just for the opportunity. I think at Baden you can pretty much do whatever you want. You set your mind to it. I mean, you can be a multi-sport athlete. But for, like, soccer alone, I mean, we have all different kinds of skill levels. But, I mean, everybody's having fun right now. Yeah. I mean, like what Fredo said, we have so many different skills levels. Um, like, even if you – I know we have a – uh, Matthew Hamilton, he's like mm-hmm. uh, he used to play. I think say uh, came in, um, not playing in a while, and I'm pretty. He's having fun. Like he, it, it's it's really all about fun. And then um, going on going into varsity, you have players that like aren't as skilled as Bredo, of course. But as long as you're trying your best, Coach Hickey just loves it. Um, he'll definitely keep it fun. Definitely keep it interesting. Um, but just just make sure you're having fun and you're you're always putting in effort. Um, but just like coming to Baden Wise, I would say, like with everybody else, community, um, opportunities given through like even the staff, um, just definitely everybody's everybody's good with everybody, I would say. Yeah, I would also add that uh, Baden is like continuously 
getting better. Also with yeah. like offering more uh, classes to take, obviously like getting more teachers and just expanding in general. Our classes are growing and it's just like, honestly, like it's a great time to be, become a Ram. Yeah, more, more <laughs> yeah. clubs, more, yeah. more organizations. More. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's exciting to, to be here. When I was here in 2013 compared to now, it's just <laughs> incredible how yeah. different it is. And it's, yeah. it's just exciting. I'm very excited for it. Um, all right, so we, last thing here, because so, we got to get you guys off to class. What is your future plans ahead of this year, after this year? For me, uh, just go to college. I'm not going to play, like, sports in college. So I'll just – I haven't chose yet, but just go somewhere. Pursuing anything specifically, degree-wise? Um, Major? Like, computer science-ish, yep. something, like, around there in, like, the tech world. It's kind of what I'm leaning cool. towards. Um, so for me – uh, I would. I'm trying to get uh, like the opportunity to play D2 or D3 soccer, and I have some coaches looking at me. I got ONU, Cedarville, uh, what's it, Indiana Wesleyan, uh, yeah. But just like places like that, and like Rose Holman that are just looking at me. But also, I'd like to. Uh, uh, I don't want to go like D1, obviously, but also, obviously, I'm I'm not like that good. So, uh, <laughs> but yeah, um, I just. I don't really know. I just want to stay close and become an electrical engineer. Something to do with, like, electricity and also engineering. So, mm-hmm. uh, I would say, I mean, what I'm planning on doing, um, my mom wants me to, I have some family out in California, so I might I might go out there for college, um, definitely do some intramural soccer just to keep it keep it going, um, keep, keep myself young. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what are you, 18? <laughs> hey, I, I mean... Don't get old. <laughs> Stop playing. Yep. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, but uh, <laughs> definitely go out um, college and just try my best, try my hardest, um, keep it up, and then uh, do something with some sort of technology, some tech world thing for sure. Okay. Um, my only set plan really is to go to college. Um, I might play soccer, but I've been slacking on the recruiting process. I think, my, <laughs> I think my main plan might just be to go to, like, a bigger school and just try to walk on and hopefully get a scholarship my sophomore year. Okay, fair enough. All right, guys, anything else that uh, the people at home should know about our boys soccer captains? Uh, I mean, honestly, pull up, pull up the games. Home games, we got. Yeah, when's our game. next home game? Uh, September 19th against McNick. It's going to be a great game. Great September game. 19th, Spooky Nook, McNick, 5 yep. and 7. Oh, yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Anything else? It's going to be a great year. Yeah. It's going to be a great year. Forward to it. All right, guys, thanks for coming on. I appreciate you giving up your morning. Uh, go Rams. I'll see you next time. All right, thank you. Awesome, thank you. Alrighty, and that brings us to our final segment here, just our general updates. So uh, we are still accepting applications for the head boys volleyball coaching position. So uh, if you know anybody or want to recommend anybody, please reach out to Jeff Melzer. That is gmelzer at badenhs.org and email him with any recommendations or communicate with Jeff or I. Congratulations to Caroline Boyle, our Meet the Star Monday, sponsored by Wings on Brookwood. Uh, she went 6060 versus Coleraine and 6061 versus CJ, as we recapped in our weekly recap. Uh, the homecoming parade at Joyce Park is September 21st at 6.30 p.m. There will be a flyer going out shortly for that. The homecoming game is this the next day, September 22nd. That is at Edgewood versus Fenwick. Um, the save the day for the Ram Fest is October 21st, and that is put on by the Katham Club. 
If you don't know what the Caden Club is, they essentially provide financial support to all interscholastic athletic programs here at Baden. Um, they help buy equipment, help buy uniforms, help supplies, um, and anything in between. So uh, this is definitely their biggest fundraiser, uh, and, and please, please, please support them. Um, that is, like I said, October 21st. The doors will open at 6. The drawdown begins at 630. Uh, tickets are 3 for 100 or $40 each. Uh, there will be food trucks, live music, games, split the pot. Uh, your chance at the, to, to win the drawdown is $5,000 for the first place prize, $2,000 for second, and $1,000 for third. Uh, and then it trickles down a little bit from there. So please support Katham. Uh, and this is going to be a, a great new uh, addition onto what we've been doing for, for many years now. Uh, lastly, the Cincinnati Inquirer, uh, Max Kramer's up for cross-country runner of the, of the week. Caroline Boyle's up for tennis singles uh, competitor of the week. And Lucy Hyde is up for volleyball player of the week. Um, that is all I have for this week. Thank you for listening. Appreciate it, and I'll see you next time.